Well, hey, whether you stumbled onto my podcast or you've been a longtime listener, I'm glad you're listening. What is this podcast all about? Well, it's about people just like me, just like you, about age 60, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger, but you, like me, are trying to figure out how you're going to do life for this next 10, 20, 30 years. How are you going to stay healthy? What are you going to eat? Are you going to exercise? How are you going to do the things you really, really want to do in retirement? Uh, But most importantly, things that I think about go along these lines. How am I going to avoid assisted living? How am I going to maintain my independence? How am I going to enjoy life to its fullest until God says my time is done? Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello again, and welcome to the Pushing 60 Aside podcast. I am your host, Gene Fleming, and it's June the 11th in the year 2020, and oh my, 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 what a year 2020 has been. Uh, As they say, change is in the air, and so is coronavirus. So anyway, uh, last week I did a podcast about getting back into the gym, and uh, the more I thought about getting back into the gym, and even with the restrictions we have now, you know, I, I thought about this topic, and I call it yo-yo exercise. Uh, I talked about this to some degree in the last podcast, but, um, you know, we all know what yo-yo dieting is. And, and if you don't, you're about to learn. Yo-yo dieting is this phenomenon that happens, especially in the United States of America, where people uh, go on a diet anywhere from two to three times a year. And you've probably heard somebody that you know uh, say something like, girl, I have got to lose some of this weight, you know. And, uh, and then somebody will say, oh, well, I saw this new diet on TV, you know. And uh, guarantees you'll lose 30 pounds in, in 60 days. And, uh, you know, or you order boxes in, uh, of meals off of a television by a famous uh, singer or an athlete or something and uh, you know and so your food comes your protein shakes come uh, you get a diet schedule Uh, I call it a schedule because you know it tells you exactly what you're supposed to eat every meal and every snack all day long and uh, you know so for a lot of people and and seemingly a higher percentage of women than men, they've they've been on a life cycle for many years, maybe since their teens, of feeling the need to go on a diet of some sort anywhere from two to three times a year. And it's predictable when this feeling this need is going to arise. You can count on it when the weather starts warming up and it's swimwear time. Uh, people are going to say, well, if I'm going to the pool or I'm going to the beach, I need to go on a diet. And then they'll do one of these crash diets where they're hoping to lose 15, 20, 25 pounds in the next month, month and a half or two months. And, uh, and so they may actually do some type of diet. And some of these diets are just ridiculous. Um, we call those diets starvation, where you don't eat enough food and you don't get enough nutrients 
You, you need protein, you need fat, and you need carbohydrates in your diet. And, uh, you know, and any diet that tells you you can only eat one thing uh, or eat one way uh, may, not, may not work for you. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you get lucky with that. But if you got lucky with it, you wouldn't keep going on a diet two or three times a year. You follow that? If the diet worked and gave you long-term lasting results, you would go on this diet and you'd do it for six weeks or two months. And, uh, you know, and then when you were done dieting, you would be at your ideal weight for you. And so then you just go right on and, you know, but, but, but you do the diet and you lose, maybe you lose 12 of the anticipated 15 pounds and you get diet fatigue. You get tired of eating kale and broccoli and, and uh, you know, stuff like that. And you just say, okay, that's good enough, you know. And, uh, and you go off the diet. And, and a lot of times when people go off the diet, the first thing they do is they go out and they, they overeat. You know, they go to their favorite fast food place or ice cream place or steakhouse or, or buffet. And they just, you know, overeat a celebratory dinner for having lost that 12 or 15 pounds, whatever it is. And, you know, given another month or two, they have regained that 12 or 15 pounds because your body doesn't know what in the Sam heck you're doing to it. You know, first you starved me and then you gave me a surplus of calories. And, you know, I don't know that this isn't a famine or war broke out or food is scarce or, or what, but uh, while I'm getting plenty of calories, I'm going to store as many of them as I can in the form of body fat. So this yo-yo dieting thing, my mother did it when I was a little kid. I can remember her buying a box of some kind of chocolate candy called AYDS. Raise your hand if you ever heard of that. You'd have to, you'd probably have to be you know, 60, 70 years old to even remember that. I don't know what was in that, but it was a little candy that she was supposed to eat every day, and um, and it was supposed to quell or kill her her insatiable appetite for anything other than, I guess, lettuce. I, d I don't know. But anyway, my mother had those AIDS, diet aid candies in the refrigerator, and they were uh, sacred, you know. Uh, you don't go in there and snack on mama's diet candy at night. There is no telling what exactly was in those candies. I suspect there was some type of stimulant. I suspect that uh, the rest of it was just, uh, I don't know, flour, sugar, uh, chocolate, you know. But sometimes, you know, people that are desperate to lose weight do some desperate things. And of course, during the time of my childhood, uh, it was still pretty much the norm that you could go to your regular physician and get diet pills, you know, and those were, those were amphetamines. <laughs> and you, th you think, what? And they made you hyperactive and kind of crabby and, uh, you know, and so full of energy that, uh, that you didn't eat. Well, these days we have something similar to that is called methamphetamine. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, 
you know, and you stayed awake all the time because you were jacked up. Well, that was back in the 60s. And, but after that spell, I remember my mother going on several diets, you know, and uh, she tried Atkins and, and she tried Weight Watchers and some other, you know, group type plans at one time or another. But I can remember my mother going on diets and finally one day she gave up and, um, you know, I hate to say it, but my mother is gone. My mother died at age 70 of heart failure, and, um, and, and her heart failure was complications due to obesity, and uh, so there's no reason that my mother shouldn't still be alive other than obesity got the best of her and a, a lifetime of extreme dieting and um, weight loss and then regaining the weight, and that's the yo-yo cycle. You know, you gain the weight, you go on the diet, uh, uh, you lose the weight, you regain the weight, you go on the diet, you lose the weight, you go off the diet, you regain the weight, and that's what we mean by yo-yo dieting. And it is nothing new. Sad to say, uh, many people in America are still trapped in this cycle, and they'll hear from a friend at work or some lady at church or you know I've discovered these new cookies that you eat that are full of fiber and guaranteed you'll lose 30 pounds in two months or or whatever and all you gotta do is you know pay me ninety dollars for a box of cookies you know and there seems to be a tendency among people to who are somewhat desperate you know because if you've always been a size let's say a size 8 and you've gotten stuck at size 12 but you still want to be a size eight, and you don't like the way you look, and by those sizes, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about women's sizes, but um, you know, you, you kind of get desperate because you, you have an idea in your head what your perfect size was, and that size may have been when you were a, uh, a junior in high school, and you thought you had the, the best size ever in your life and and then life came at you and it hit you like a truck and um, and then perhaps um, you know pregnancy and and having a baby hit you and it hit you like another truck and and then a job hit you and it was like another truck and then maybe a divorce hit you and it was like yet another truck and so uh, and with that came weight gain and repeating this cycle of going on these diets that you believed were going to help you recapture that size eight that you were as a junior in high school. Most people never get back down anywhere near their high school size or weight, especially after they've gone through the life cycle stuff of maybe college, maybe marriage, maybe having children, maybe having a job maybe having a second child, and so on and so forth, maybe going through a divorce, but still in their minds, you know, there's this thinking that says, but you know, I look so good in those jeans when I wore a size eight. Of course you did. You were 16 years old and you hadn't finished growing and you hadn't gone through any life stuff yet. So yeah, you look good in that. But there's this false thinking that you don't look good at a size 12, you know? And so you go on another yo-yo diet. And when you go on that yo-yo diet, 
you lose 15, 20 pounds, perhaps, and then you come off the diet, then you regain the weight, and you're just miserable again. Over and over again, you're miserable. The one thing that most people are not thinking about when they're really consumed with wishing they were the size eight again is they're not thinking about their health. Weight loss rarely has anything to do with health until one day when your doctor's doing like he did with me and looks at you and says, you have congestive heart failure. And my doctor looked at me and said, Mr. Fleming, you're too fat. Uh, you're killing yourself because you're too fat. And he hurt my feelings and I wanted to cry. And he, I got mad at him and I said, you're supposed to pat me on the back and say, there, there, everything will be fine. And here, take this medicine and I'll see you next month or you know something like that. But we know that uh, this cycle of yo-yo dieting is damaging to the body. And if you can imagine uh, eating your everyday stuff, whatever that is, and there's no judgment here, you'll never get judgment from me. Uh, but just say your norm is you get up, you have breakfast with the kids, you shuffle them off to school, you go out to lunch uh, from work, you eat at a fast food place or a buffet or a Chinese place or, or whatever, you come home from work, you're taking care of the kids again, you're, uh, you're having supper, and maybe by you know, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, maybe 10 o'clock, the kids are in bed, you're ready for a little snack, so you have a big bowl of ice cream, or a bag of chips, and you watch a movie, whatever, whatever it is you do. And, uh, you know, and, and the truth of the matter is, uh, you know, all day long is about food, and because food is good, you want foods you really like, and often those foods are high in fat and high in sugar, high in carbohydrates, and, uh, and sometimes very low in nutrition. So this diet thing has never been about, ooh, what do I eat so I'll be a really healthy me? It's about, ooh, what can I not eat and get back down into size eight genes? And um, it's probably one of the unhealthiest most tragic things that women in particular, and I'm not picking on women, but women in particular suffer through this mindset for many years of their life. They see what happened with the baby weight and they see what happened when they went through the divorce and all they want to do, you know, whatever happens, you know, they, they see what they've become and they're not happy with it and they stand and look in the mirror. You know, I've even heard stories of women that would not undress in front of their husbands any longer because, you know, they had this self-created shame about the way they looked and believed that their husband doesn't find them desirable anymore. That's, that's really sad. And, uh, and then on the other side of this, so, weight loss is so crazy. On the other side of this, I have known actual people who have lost a significant amount of weight for healthy reasons and kept it off. They start going to the gym, they start working out, they start drinking their protein shake or smoothie every morning. You know, uh, you know, they're, they gave up the fast food and the, and the sweets and all that kind of stuff. And they lost a lot of weight and are now in perhaps the best condition, the best health and the best shape of their life 
but their spouse is no longer happy with them because he liked her Rubenesque. He liked her soft and large, you know? So it's kind of darned if you do and darned if you don't, depending on who you're trying to please with your appearance. And sadly, too many people are unpleased with their appearance. You know, I'm one of those guys that got really obese. And, um, you know, I wish it wasn't true, but it, but it is true. Uh, I'm a five foot seven inch frame. Uh, according to the insurance industry, I should weigh 145 to 155 pounds. I got up to 285 pounds, so there was almost twice as much of me as there should have been. I got sick with it. You know, my wife didn't see it. She just loved me. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I thought she found me repulsive, but she didn't. You know, but I was... I wasn't really worried about it too much because I was too sick to even think about my health until I got the right doctor and fortunately having a doctor that told me I was fat and hurting my feelings and that I had congestive heart failure was the wake-up call that I needed that, well, this, this is serious. You know, the way I am now is going to eventually kill me. Sure, I might live to be 55 or 60, but um, it's not going to be good. You know, my kidneys are likely to shut down and, and, and I'm likely to go into cardiac arrest or have a stroke or, you know, things that you normally associate with people older than 55 for sure. So this yo-yo dieting thing is, is a monster that I wish that we could drag out of the closet and, and, and throw it into a dumpster somewhere because... Uh, young women in particular, and I saw this recently on Facebook, a, a lady posted an ad, my friend is selling the 90-day miracle supplement and um, guaranteed to lose 45 pounds in three months. Well, I'm going to tell you as a trainer, for anybody to lose 45 pounds in three months, it's not impossible, <coughs> but it's unlikely, and it may be too much weight, too quick, at too high a price. And by that I mean um, the person is darn near starving themselves to death and they're probably not getting adequate protein and, um, and their metabolic function just gets, just gets dunked in the toilet. And the metabolic function is how your body burns calories all day long, every day, and at the rate that it does that. And most of us burn just sitting here breathing, digesting, um, you know, uh, pumping blood. We burn anywhere from 65 to 75 calories an hour, and we start eating, eating below that need. Um, our bodies get confused. It throws our hormones out of balance, and uh, we, uh, we uh, tend to get weak. We lose our mental clarity. All sorts of things going on when these people do these starvation diets. So, you know, 45 pounds in three months. Um, you know, that's a that's a that's a big fish hook. With a and you know what happens to fish when they bite the hook. You know, you know <laughs> it doesn't have a good outcome for the fish. So, you know, tonight I'm warning people about. You know, last week I was talking about don't do the yo-yo workout where you 
work out for two weeks and then don't hit the gym again for three months. Tonight I'm saying, if you're a person that's been trapped in the yo-yo dieting cycle many years, perhaps ever since you were a teenager, <coughs> you know, you know it doesn't work. If it worked, you wouldn't keep doing it over and over and over again. And uh, the fact that it's having uh, ultimately bad impact on your heart and your, and your bowels and your metabolism um, you know, is evidence enough that perhaps it's time to quit relying on the twice or three times a year fix, you know, the one where you're getting ready for swimsuit season and the, the one where you're getting ready for a class reunion or the one where you're getting ready for a wedding, um, uh, you know, things that people have always done uh, because they're unhappy with the way they look and they want to look good for for the cruise or for the reunion or or whatever um, I want you to break that cycle if you can if you need to talk with a dietitian your doctor uh, a fitness trainer that specializes in nutrition like I do um, you know talk to somebody and find a better way a better way of eating and come to understand the need for these macronutrients in your body and we're not talking about body fat here we're not talking about necessarily losing weight but we're talking about giving your body the fuel it needs to do the jobs it has to do and do them well you know uh, look at the commercials on TV and tell me what you see you're seeing people with neurological problems. You're seeing people with bowel problems. You're seeing people with diabetes problems. And, um, and apparently there's a lot of people out there like that because somebody's paying a lot of money for those commercials to be there to sell you drugs. And all these, um, these commercials, these ads for products for um, uh, irritable bowel syndrome and things like that, and you notice also kind of hand in hand with that goes these ads and commercials for uh, protective garments for people that have bowel and urinary problems. Um, you know, um, what if we just ate right and we got plenty of water and we got a little exercise and we didn't have to ever be on any of those medications? And what if we got this right finally and our bowels calmed down and we had good bowel movements and we didn't have hemorrhoids or fissures or any of those kinds of things? Uh, suppose we reduced our risk for colon cancer and suppose we reduced our risk for diabetes and medication and maybe shots and maybe kidney failure and maybe blindness and maybe cardiovascular disease that's attributed to diabetes. What if we just ate healthy? You know, no matter what you put in your mouth, is it healthy? Does this empower my body to do its job? Is this fuel for my body or is this just something that tastes good to me and I want to eat as much of it as I can right here tonight? You know, it's a hard mindset to take on because Quite frankly, we're kind of spoiled rotten, you know, and I used to be the person that lined up at the buffet 
ate way more food than any one human should eat in any 24-hour period. And it wasn't nutritious, and most of it was fried, and it was high carbohydrates, high sugar. And, you know, <laughs> it darn near killed me. But what if we just ate for health? I'm going to tell you, you probably would not like what I eat. Because everything I eat, I look at it and ask the question, what good does this do my body? And before I eat it, I've got to know that it does something good for me. It builds bones. It helps my vision. It helps my brain. It helps my bowel function. It helps my muscles. It helps every part of me work better. Well, folks, I think you know what a yo-yo diet is. I know that you know that they don't work. I know that change to a healthy eating style is hard. But if we want to have the promise for a good life ahead of ourselves, uh, eating healthy is the answer. And I, I don't care, you know, if you're a vegetarian or vegan or if you eat kind of like I do, which is, uh, you know, I kind of eat a protein-centric diet. Uh, tonight for supper, I had a baked potato and a New York strip steak. And uh, you think, well, my Lord, how do you eat like that and maintain your weight? Well, it might be because I didn't have a big old piece of uh, uh, apple pie a la mode to go in on top of all that, you know. And last night it was broccoli, carrots, and what's that white stuff? <laughs> it looks like brains. Cauliflower, sorry. <laughs> you know, it was that. And... Uh, and a, and, a, and a broiled hamburger patty. It, it's not complicated. For breakfast this morning, I had a 30 gram protein shake and an orange, you know, and it seems like a small breakfast, but it's exactly the fuel my body needs to get the day started. And uh, of course now I do take some vitamins and I take some fish oil and, and um, I take some fiber capsules uh, in addition to the other fiber I get in my diet, but uh, I found a happy way. You know, I found a way that uh, makes me feel good, makes me feel energetic. I don't have problems with headaches. Uh, but the only thing I suffer with these days is sometimes I'm sore from stuff I do in the gym. So there's your combo for tonight. There's your podcast for tonight. Uh, don't ever yo-yo diet again. You know. If you need help, see a dietitian, see a fitness trainer with uh, nutrition experience, and uh, talk to your doctor. Find a better path for you that builds health, not tears your health apart. Until next time, this is Papa Gene on the Pushing 60 Aside podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, share it with somebody whom you think might could benefit. If it's for no reason but the humor, if it's for no reason but just to pass some time. You know, sometimes I listen to podcasts when I'm working out. It's just somebody that's talking about something interesting that applies to my life. And so, you know, I'll play a podcast. So until next time, may God bless.